live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Here's the 3-2. Got him! Look it! And the inning is over! Look at the Sandman. He is fired up. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Little blooper towards second and a reaching, diving catch made by Diego. Wow. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Or sound off on the law offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. He blasts one to left, hits deep, track, whoa, go! Swung on and driven to left and deep, and it is gone! It's a walk-off grand slam for Peyton Graham, and you can unhitch the wagon! What a comeback! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. And this one belongs to the Heat. They take the 3-2 series lead. Elimination game number one of the series on Thursday night in Philadelphia. The ball will be inbounded and the game is over and the Suns win. 110 to 80. And the Suns did it with a dramatic third quarter to take the lead in this Western Conference semifinal series. Oilers get a clear, overskate the puck. Kempe in on right wing to the net. Kempe in on goal, a chance, and he scores! Adrian Kempe wins it in overtime! A minute 12 into overtime, Adrian Kempe has given the Kings a three games to two lead in this first round best of seven series. Ground ball, Velasquez throws across, he got it! Reed Denver throws a no-hitter! Hour two, T-Row in the morning show on a Wednesday, May 11. Toby and TJ back with you here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans. Brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Hey, you got a little bit of everything at XOE, and their brands are all best in class. At Extreme Outdoor Equipment, under one roof, you could buy the Bad Boy Zero-Turn Mower to cut your grass like I have, a tractor with loader and brush hog to work your land, a four-wheeler, side-by-side, or UTV, to take you hunting, fishing, or just plain having fun. And if you want to get away from it all, they can help you there too with the purchase of a new travel trailer or the rental of a motor home. Uh, welcome back. Hour two, Toby and TJ here. I got to say this too, Teach. That was the second of seven caravans. We'll be in Duncan tomorrow night. Uh, we've got in the near future Dallas, Houston, Oklahoma City and Wichita all coming up. If you are a Sooner fan and you are contemplating going to this, you haven't got your tickets yet or whatever, get tickets, okay? Because Jenny and Porter are are really funny and great to listen to. And uh, Joe got into the ESPN Plus stuff last night, and it was fascinating. Uh, it's all really good, and uh, you'll enjoy it. But when Brent Venables takes the stage, TJ, 
I, I don't. I'm gonna. Have you ever been to a revival, TJ? Do you know what a revival is? I know what a revival is. Um, I, I, you know what similar it is. things? Yeah, back in the day when I was younger. Yeah, probably. It's could a be revival. That yes. The yeah. people came to hear Boomer sooner and you know see their coaches or whatever. And I'm telling you, dude, by the end of his time on the stage, they are running the aisles. Hooting and hollering, uh, he, he could. If there was somebody who showed up there that's not a Sooner fan, he could have an altar call and convert him at the end of the night. I mean, he bring, bring, come to the front. We'll make you a Sooner fan. I mean, it is, it is amazing. He, we've talked, we've, I've called him the football evangelist before on this show, but I mean, he's just got to meet out of the palm of his hand by the time the hour is done. So, if you get an opportunity to go, uh, I highly recommend you go. Because it's fantastic. He's fantastic. So they're all fantastic. I'm glad the caravans are back. I missed it. We used to do this every summer. We're not in the summer right now. Uh, but I'm glad that they're back anyway. So yeah, a little weary today, but there was some interesting uh portal news for men's basketball that kind of started trickling out there yesterday, TJ. I don't know what was out there that can be talked about or not. I did see a few sites had a certain someone from another school in this state that might be headed to OU. That was an interesting nugget. Oh, I didn't see that one. I, I saw a yeah. bunch of the Mo rumors yesterday, but I didn't see that one. Florida? Is that where he's going? That's what it sounds like. Uh, you know, Carlin Hartman's there, so it makes a lot of sense. So yeah. that's, what, uh, that's what's being put out there anyway. The, but the, 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 good for him. Uh, love Mo. We play them next year. OU plays them next year. That's right. In that new Jumpman event or Air Jordan event or whatever it's called mm -hmm. over there in Charlotte. So that will be interesting. But, uh, yeah, I saw there were some reports out there that maybe uh, Rondell Walker, I think, from OSU, from OSU might be coming to OU, oh, but I haven't seen anything that? official about that. or you know, So that would be a Just a little smoke move. so far. Smoke, that's correct. Well, I don't know. I'm trying to think if I can remember anything like that, like a, somebody from one bedlam school moving to the other in basketball. I'm sure it's happened. Somebody will text me or text us and remind me right away. But anyway, I don't know that that's happening yet or not either. Uh, we do have OTD coming up. We also, Bob Stoops was on with the rush last night. Uh, bottom of the hour. What do you think about that, TJ? Uh, seven thirty-five. We want to queue up, Bob. I was hoping you would say that. I was hoping you said seven thirty-five. We're just in sync. Uh, <laughs> projected new round of projected baseball brackets should come out today. There was one. There's one that comes out on Monday. Most of them come out on Wednesday. The one yesterday had OU a two seed, TJ. Uh, I think you'll see some of that today too among the. D1 Baseball, Baseball Americas, those more, maybe more reputable sites. Probably more threes than twos, but we'll see. Uh, this one yesterday had OU a two-seed at Southern Miss, which I don't know if I necessarily have always dreamed of going to Hattiesburg, Mississippi, but if you're picking a regional that is winnable, I mean, I guess they're all winnable, but you know what I mean. Like that one, I was like, hmm, that's not bad. 
Um, yeah. So we'll see a new round of them today and see exactly where they have the Sooners uh, Sooners projected. But I think they've, you know, that it really seems like that series win at Fort Worth has resonated. They've got a lot of, pub, of positive publicity for that, moved into some top 25s. And I think you're going to see uh, the projections reward them uh, today with uh, maybe a more comfortable spot in the field of 64 than they've ever had this year. Now, still work to be done, all that kind of stuff. You know, you still got to go finish strong. But um, I'm looking forward. I always look forward to these bracket projections. You know me. I'm a dork in that regard. But I'm really looking forward to seeing what they say today. Because I'm just You're like just a I feel dork like in general. I think I don't know that it's just in regards to that. A hundred percent accurate. Yes. <laughs> let's get that. But, yeah, let's get that accurate. I am a. I am uh, of all the things I'm a dork about. Brackets is at the top of the list. That, that's true. Uh, that that's definite. Yes. Very near the top of the list. So, uh, I do kind of get the sense though, like in basketball, for example, Lunardi does his bracketology, right? And I'm like, Lunardi's pretty close. I, but I don't feel like the committee is in there waiting for Lunardi to put out a new bracket. And then they say, all right, uh, let's use this as a guideline. I kind of feel that way in baseball sometimes. Like, I kind of feel like the baseball committee's like, um, we got a lot of other stuff to do. Why don't we just look at some of these other bracket projections that came out and let's just pretty structured and in the same manner, yeah. Yeah, this guy looks like he knows what he's talking about. Why don't we uh, just go by the D1 baseball bracket projection here? Maybe we'll move a couple of teams around so it doesn't look like we're stealing it. I'm sure that's not true. But, you know, you basketball games, there's so much on TV. There's uh, fewer teams. And... It's a little easier. It's not easy, but it's easier to keep track and compare and all that kind of stuff. Baseball is just so there's so many teams, and teams at one end of the country don't play teams at the other. Teams up north don't even play a home game for the first 20, 25 games of the year. It's you know it's wildly impossible to try to figure out who the sixty four best teams are. So I think these websites really have a lot of influence in baseball can't prove it i'm sure the ad's on the committee would argue with that but it feels that way so i'm looking forward to the new round of uh, projections coming out today and seeing where they have uh skips crew as they get set for west virginia now last night yet a couple of walk-offs tcu had a walk-off grand slam to win their game and osu got walked off at dallas baptist that snake pit of dallas baptist got the cowboys last night tj a two-out Two-run, bottom of the ninth inning, home run for DBU. And uh, they beat Oklahoma State. Um, what's the name of that stadium down there? Why am I blanking on the name of the stadium? down? Uh, uh, not Hogue. Uh, that's uh, uh, Hort- Horton? No, 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 no. You act like you've been in a sprinter van all night or something. Come on. I've had a lot of Gardettos in water, okay, TJ? Uh okay here we go here we go hang on this is uh let's see if I can play this for you here let's see what this sounds like hey. oh. yeah! let's go let's go it's not the call here here we go then. pitch hit high and deep into left field this may do it goodbye 
by baseball. Blaine Jones with his 35th career home run has walked off Oklahoma State in an absolute thriller tonight. Six lead changes, and the final one belongs to DBU on a Blaine Jones walk-off homer. 8-7 the final. Locked it, cocked it, restocked it, read a candle, a sniff, and uh, something out of kiosk. Joshevsky. <laughs> Horner ballpark, by the way, is what you were trying Horner to think of. Horner ballpark, that's what it is. It's hard to think of things like that, you know, TJ. Uh, so there you go. Yeah, it's all uh, all these calls are a little disappointing when our, our guy isn't uh, <laughs> uh, locking it and restocking it. <laughs> anyway. Uh, tough loss for the Cowboys. Hate to see that. Uh, the trash talk, by the way, between the OSU broadcast crew and Jeff Haxton continued yesterday. It could be a spicy atmosphere in the booth this weekend up at Obrate Stadium. Have you warned the uh, OSU guys about packing a lunch? I don't want them to get there and starve. I'll let Chief know. Okay. Yeah. I think that's only if you go out to Lubbock, though. If He said if you come to Lubbock, you better pack a lunch. Oh, that is true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. good point. Because remember, they don't serve the media, apparently. That, that's true. Yeah, never mind. Yeah, I was I was forgetting that. Yeah. Which I think maybe why Jenny brought some snacks last night, because we were near Lubbock. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she was just heeding Haxton's warning. That still makes me, I just don't, oh, that makes me laugh that she had snacks packed. Yeah, like great. a bunch of That's them, just like you know, in like Tupperwares and bins and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> like you were going to a soccer game. <laughs> She's thought, you know? hey, the moms are always prepared. Like you never know what's going to happen on this plane, so I better have snacks ready. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. Reed Detmers, a no hitter last night for the Angels. The rookie. A no-hitter against the Rays, a comfortable one. It was a 12-0 victory. And we lost a legend yesterday. The great Bob Lanier passed away at age 73, one of the all-time greats in NBA. All right, break time. If you want to call in today, 405-329-9000. If you want to text the show, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. We'll hit some of those texts next. Bob Stoops coming up bottom of the hour. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. We are back on The Ref. Toby and TJ with you. It is the T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. I'll get to see my man Terry Saxon today. Oh, yeah? He'll be by the station. He is also okay. the home of the eight ninety nine listing fee. Can save you thousands in closing costs. Same service you get from any other realtor out there. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, Toby's flap wouldn't flap. That's from uh, Ralph in Tulsa. It says Boomer. Uh, no, your, your I mean, flat, you did say something fine. in the middle of that, like, that was a large point of conversation on the drive home last night was, thank God we weren't in the air when they found out something didn't work on the plane, you know? Yeah, In absolutely. the middle of a storm. 
Not to mention, like, we were going to have to get around that storm somehow or over it or under it or whatever. So in hindsight, it was was a four-hour drive home, and that's a long time, and it wasn't expected, and so whatever. But uh, I would much rather take a four-hour drive home, something we'll talk about forever. Now that we're safe, something all of us will talk about forever rather than uh, be bouncing all over the sky and be unsafe. So, yeah, no problem at all. Can't have that. Can't have that. Can't have, like, a Richie Valens big bopper situation. No, sir. Uh, can y'all please post that story on the ref Twitter page? I'm dying laughing. Uh, like a transcript? You want a transcript of it? Uh, podcast. Go to the podcast. Go to KREF.com. Look for the podcast page and just look for hour one of the T-Row in the morning show that will be posted probably uh, a little after 9 a.m. this morning, and you can re-listen to it there. Uh, not bringing the wallet is a varsity level pastor kid move speaking as one. (laughs) Okay. But listen, so I, I thought I'm getting out of the car. I've got, uh, my little, my little, uh, it's not a notebook, but I've got this, um, uh, what do they call it? My brain's not engaged. Your journal. My, thank you. I've got my little black journal here. That I have my notes in that I want to, you know, questions I want to ask and stuff. We're, we're flying in a small airplane. I'm, we're, we're leaving at uh, what, what, 4 o'clock, 4.30 yesterday. And we'll be back at 9, okay? So we're flying out there, getting off the plane, doing this event, flying back. So I've got my journal, i got a pen, i got my car keys, and my iPhone. That's all I need. I'm not buying anything while I'm there. I'm going to a caravan and flying back. There's no opportunity for purchase of anything. So I was like, you know me, TJ. I've said this before. I don't like things in my pockets when I'm up on stage. That's the thing I was about to say. That's that's the weird thing about this because it's just your wallet. Like for me, I would feel more naked without the wallet in my pocket than taking it out because I think, huh, I don't need it. So. so when I go up on stage, I'm going to leave everything that I don't – I'm going to leave everything but my journal backstage, right? I don't want to be up there with stuff in my pockets and stuff. Whatever. So I leave everything backstage. I leave my sunglasses, my keys, my uh, everything backstage. And I don't want to leave my wallet sitting there. So I was like, I'll just leave it locked in my car back home. Because there's no – there's. I had no idea we were going to be taking a sprinter van four hours back home, stopping at Love's. Wouldn't have mattered anyway. It's not like Joe was going to let me buy anything at the Love's Travel Stop. But it was hilarious when Thad handed me a $20 bill. Because <laughs> I was like, I was say, I was next to Joe, and I was saying it loud enough for him to hear, knowing that he was laugh and say, you know, get whatever you want. So I was like, Dad, I don't even have my wallet, you know. And Dad, not yet understanding the dynamic there, was like, oh, Toby's asking for money. So he ripped out a 20 and handed it to me, which is the nicest thing in the world. I was like, no, Dad, put your money away. Pop's got it taken care of here. Don't worry about it. You're, you're getting hammered, by the way. Uh, For the several, wallet? Several of these, yes. Uh, in some form or fashion, they all say, who goes on a trip out of state without their wallet? We've got several of those in here. Uh, or what adult doesn't carry their wallet with them? Um you're getting, hmm. you're getting in trouble here from the textures. Uh, this texture says, uh, this Air Comfort Solutions texture says, this would be a great sitcom. <laughs> it's like I a Seinfeld episode. It really it is. is. Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> Newman doesn't have his wallet. <laughs> Jerry's having to pay. <laughs> well, everybody in that van starts telling a story, and it's um, the most amazing story. Like, that'll be talking about Nick Saban, and then Porter will start talking about Rick Majerus, and then Brent will start talking about Dabo Sweeney, and then Joe will start talking about, you know, some athletic director that he's just had a meeting with. And then Zach Selman will chime in with his latest Blake Griffin story. You know, I mean, like everybody in there has these amazing stories. Oh, so I'm just sitting there shutting up, eating my Gardettos, listening to everybody. It was it was really fantastic. Hey, have you guys read my horsey book? Until about two and a half hours in, everybody did kind of hit a wall. And it got quiet, and everybody was, like, tired, and, like, we're <laughs> the over The van this. stinks. Nobody likes we're, each yeah. other anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's about the time Zach found the country music and the neon lights, and that kind of uh, ramped up the mood again to everyone. So, uh, BV needs to hook Toby up with some Air Jordans. BV and Thad had the best shoes in the picture. Toby needs to step up his game if he's going to be hanging with the big dogs. I was wearing Jordans. I was going to say, you have about? Jordans and you wear them. Let me see. Let me go back to that picture here. I got my Jordans on. Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah, you're, was you got a, them right there. It's, it was a good shoe van. I was looking around at one point in the drive because everybody kind of had their feet up. I was like, man, this is a solid. Because Joe had like uh, 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 crocodile skin boots or something, yeah. some sort of boots on last night. It was a good shoe van. Boy. Zach, now, hang on a Zach's second. Zach's so cool. You don't even have to tie his shoes. He's just got that untied Zach look. Selman is a cool yeah, cat, man. Cool, he man. is a cool cat. <laughs> um, Back to the wallet thing. Like, what? why would I have a wallet on me? What if you would have ended up uh, having the plane break down and needed to get on a commercial flight and didn't have your wallet with you? I never thought of that. I mean, that, I never thought of that. Like, in the future, I guess I should just, in all circumstances, carry my wallet with me. But, like, the plan was just fly out, do the thing, fly back. What if that would have happened up in the air? Everybody else has their identification. They got we got this one guy. We don't know who he is. What, like, why are you even talking about this I'm right just now? Messing with you because I know you hate that discussion. I don't like bulging pockets when I'm on stage. <laughs> like I, I got my keys and my wallet in my pocket, and I'm like, uh, you know, I'm up, I'm up on stage. I'm in front of people. I don't want stuff in my pockets. So. I was like, I don't. Rather than leave my wallet sitting or ask somebody to hold my wallet for me, I'll just leave my wallet. I'm not going to need to buy anything on this trip. Uh, mistake. Well, actually, in it wasn't the future, a mistake. I didn't need my wallet. Get turns yourself out. a plastic love sack and throw all your stuff in your plastic love sack and carry it with you on the plane. Well, now- now we know Jenny's got a giant refrigerated <laughs> yeah, bag. We can just right. hand her all of our stuff. <laughs> She's the mom. She's used yeah. to taking all that stuff, putting it in her pockets. That's right. Can you hold my wallet for me, Coach? Uh, the last one I've got here for this segment says it, it would have been class if it, a classic if Toby got in that van and said, "Let's get lit." <laughs> there was. I was probably. I'm. I'm sure if that is an exact quote, it's close. <laughs> I was definitely the van clown. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. There was one point where I stood up because you could stand up in that thing, and Brent's like, "Why are you standing up?" I was like, "My butt's asleep." That was uh, something I never thought I would say to Brent Venables before. Right. I did so.
Anyway, jeez, what a night, TJ. What a night. Seven thirty-one. Bob Stoops on the rush next. The Ref Network Studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Campus Corner. And, Bob, I'm in Amarillo right now at the OU Coaches Caravan. Britt Venable's going to be here. Jenny Baranchek, Porter Moser going to be here later tonight. What was your favorite thing about the uh, the caravans going around everywhere back when you were coaching? No, it's always you know, it's always fun to meet people and uh, connect with the fans and uh, that kind of thing. I know, you know, when my first year or two, we did go to, I don't know, probably eight of them. And then uh, then we dialed back to just the bigger ones. But, you know, with all these new coaches, it's fantastic to, to get out and engage the fan base, get to people to know them better and see them in these kind of settings. Uh I've been around all three of them a bunch. Of course, Brent and everyone knows that. But but Jenny and Porter, just fantastic uh, people and uh, all full of energy. And, man, they're, they're just uh, great hires by Joe Castiglione. And uh, they're going to do a great job. Uh, they already are, and uh, it's only going to get better. i got to imagine, Coach, you know, early on, whenever you first signed on and got the job doing those caravans was – Probably a lot of convincing that, hey, it's going to be different. We're, we've got things going in a good way. It may not happen overnight, but it was, it was probably a little bit different. And, and then it changed prob- probably really quickly after year two winning a national championship. I imagine it was a different feeling in those, those caravans. Well, the first couple of years, yes, just getting everyone to understand it's going to be good. It's going to be solid. Give it some time. Uh, you know, we've got really good coaches and support around us. So, uh, anyway, um, but, you know, we never sold the idea of, of, uh, of, you know, not winning right away. That was our motto. And sure enough, after the second round of going out to all these spring events, we went undefeated. And people did feel, I guess they do know what they're doing and we ought to be excited and, uh, Fortunately, I was so busy after all of that, you know, just all the different places you have to go to and banquets and award shows and on and on and on. We dialed back some of the number of caravans we went to and uh, allowed me to stick around a little longer. (laughs) So anyway, but it's great that, uh, again, with all these new coaches are getting out seeing everybody. What about recruiting during that time, Bob? I mean, you, you told us before, and, and we know what you know the program looked like when, when you took over, and maybe you had to convince some of those assistant coaches to stay after a couple months, but what were you mainly pitching on the recruiting trail uh, to, to guys out there when you first took, uh, took the job? Oh, the history of Oklahoma and uh, the background of all of us coaches. Uh, you know, most all of us had come from really strong success in winning programs and knew how to win and uh and then the history of oklahoma you know this is the history that we had just experienced in the recent years is you know was the outlier you know those 10 years or so leading up to to us coming in that look you know we're we're bound to get this back again and and when we do you want to be here to enjoy it and be a part of it and, uh, and then again, like I said, all of our backgrounds of success, 
you know, uh, people have a track record. I say it a lot when they're hiring people. Track record usually doesn't lie too much. <laughs> so, you know, you're, you're successful or not and, and uh, tends to, you know, not that someone can't change or overcome things. That happens. But, but track records do matter in my mind. How is that approach different doing the XFL thing? You know, it, college, obviously, there's, you know, you, you're, you're coming to a program that has a long tradition, and, and you do sell that, and, you know, you're, you're, you're recruiting, and then the XFL, you're trying to build a tradition. You're trying to start something. You're start, starting a franchise, and you're not, you're not recruiting. You're, you're going out and picking personnel, so – like just balancing that difference is—is is it really? There's not that much different. It, you're just trying to find the best players, and you're coaching football. Is that kind of what it boils down to? Yeah, yeah. As you know, you you're in the NFL for a while. You're just trying to find the best players. We'll have a draft, get guys that you know. Of course, if it's you're kind of down to two guys, it's very similar in how they play and what they do. But you know, one guy's really had been on a, a team that's had a lot of success and championships the other guy hasn't i'm generally going to go with the guy that's had the success so those kind of things i mean you know the intangibles still matter you know but uh so yeah you're you're just always trying to find the best guy to fits you bob stoops is our guest brought to you by yo pablo on campus corner I'm staring at some margarita mix right now, so I don't know if there is going to be some rock and roll tequila in the building tonight, guys, but it would not surprise me one bit, Teddy, if we see a uh, <laughs> rock and roll tequila truck or golf cart or whatever they have pull up here to Amarillo. Well, well if, they, if, if they'd invited me, I would have brought some, so uh, I guess I'll just have to have a little bit at home. <laughs> hey, someone was asking me about the rock and roll tequila the other day. You've got the different flavor. You've got the mango. You've got the strawberry. But someone was asking me about what is the the tequila that's in it's a different guitar. It's like a big electric guitar. And I, I was I said, I don't know, I haven't seen that one. What what's that one? Is that a special no, they're, they're, no they're all that way. Uh they all have a guitar bottle. There's a platinum and uh and añejo, the other two. So but they all have a guitar bottle. Some of them are a little bit different than the others. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, they're yeah, just they're all different models of guitar, you know, of, of guitars. Yeah. Now, um, my next XFL thing is how much, how much of the is there? Do you evaluate NFL stuff or is it mainly college guys? Kind of what's how do you guys uh, decide on the pool of players? Is, is it guys that yeah, just there'll, yeah? There'll be a lot of uh, players out, you know, out of college that don't make mostly players that aren't just on the fringes of the NFL players that are getting that'll be released you know late in the summer uh we'll look at players here through the summer that are out of the league already in some showcases some tryout kind of camps that you have to sign up for and uh be approved you know to show up and by the way anyone listening that isn't me so don't don't go <laughs> trying to reach me in regard to signing up. And then, uh, you know, and then we'll when we'll go after players that are just on the edge, just you know, guys that are a year or two out from the, the league. Say a guy played two three years in the league and and is now out of it. Uh, he's a perfect guy, you know, for us to to have a chance to maybe get back in the league by 
playing well, you know. So those that's what all the player personnel and our directors of player personnel will be looking for, you know, gathering a pool of those kind of players. Maybe you knew that the XFL was making a return uh, before the Alamo Bowl, but were you always going to come back to the XFL? Did you just want to do this again, or is there any chance that coming back and coaching that bowl game got the juices flowing again and you said to yourself, yeah, I, I want to get back in this in some capacity? No, that had nothing to do with it. I And whether I was going to ever do it again or not, uh, I had no idea. I didn't know whether it would come back or not, so – not like I was sitting there on pins and needles waiting for it. So, you know, uh, and I didn't need to, to coach a game, you know, the Alamo Bowl to know whether I, you know, any of that. That, was, that wasn't hard to do. Um, like I said, the players were awesome to me, really embraced me, and uh, we guys worked hard. The assistant coaches did an awesome job. And for the fans out there, even the ones who, you know, who didn't have a job to stay here, which isn't their fault all the time, they've been the hell of a job and given us an opportunity to win that game. So anyhow, that, that was uh, fun to do, but none of, none of them correlate to one another that I needed to do this again. Okay. It just fit, you know, just yeah. the opportunity there right sure. now just kind of fits for, for the time being. All right. Uh, last one I've got for you is what's, what's kind of the timeline. I know you guys have, have had some meetings and slated to start next February, um, when do we when do we find out kind of what the what the cities are going to be like who all's going to be represented and and just some of that timeline stuff is that going to be coming down pretty quickly? Uh, it is. The cities have already been released, okay. and then uh, we'll have the coaches with them uh, here, I believe, shortly uh, within a month, probably. Uh, I'm guessing. Um, and um, and then uh, we start a draft will be in November. And that'll be the first draft. We may have another supplemental draft later. Uh, practices will start in January. And then the first game will be uh, the first Saturday, Sunday after the Super Bowl, kind of mid-February, around the 17th, 18th, something like that. Awesome. And it'll be a 10-week season. Uh, and then uh, one playoff game and one championship game. Awesome stuff. We're looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. There you go. Uh, thanks for Bob Stoops bothered. on the uh, Rush talking about guitar bottles in the XS, XFL uh, last night. Good stuff. I always love listening on it. Very cool. Every right, Tuesday. Thank you, Teddy. Every Tuesday you can hear Bob Stoops on the Rush with Teddy and Tyler. Quick break. We still got to talk about Lamborghinis, Tom Brady, and third-grade baseball fights. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show. You have chosen wisely. T-Row and TJ on the home of Sooner fans. Pack stacked and re-racked. It's the T-Row in the morning show. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour. 405-361-3380 or visit Terry or Jackie Saxon online. SaxonRealtyGroup.com. Home of the 899 listing fee. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Great show, fellas. Enjoy the banter between you two on my drive to Tulsa each morning. Keep up the good work. Boomer Sooner. Hey, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Very nice of you. 
Uh, I'm sure you guys are aware that Apple Plus, the streaming service, does a Friday night baseball game, but I wasn't aware until last Friday that they also do a show called The Big Inning. Starts around 8 o'clock. It's like the NFL Red Zone. They jump from game to game, showing all the moments from every game. The Apple Stream is a $4.99 a month subscription. Thank you to the Apple representative for <laughs> texting the show today. Two to VP. And he oh. sees one high deep here. Right there. Could it be? Get out of town. Lock it. Cock it. Rock it. We suck it. El Vice Presidente. Sorry, I hadn't heard this in 24 hours, TJ. I wanted to listen again here. You got a second if you want to say something before he remembers the Dostoevsky line. I figured you were playing this for everybody on the in the bus last night. Read a Dostoevsky novel in a scented candle kiosk. Let's get lit. I did play the DBU walk-off home run for the whole van last night over Oklahoma State. We all enjoyed that. Look at you, you agitator. I hope uh hope no agitating it was not it was not agitating to anyone on that van. It was quite joyful actually. Uh Toby check into a smaller front pocket wallet. It changed my life. That's what I have now, the minimalist wallet. It's changed my life pretty much too. You used to get onto me for carrying my wallet in my back pocket, so last Father's Day I got the um uh, what's this what brand is this? The Ridge is my wallet. And it's, I think it's that's what I have, isn't it? My life. I don't know, is it? I have the, so it's like two metal flaps yep. and you put your cards and stuff between it. Yeah, that's yeah. what I've got, yeah. It's like the size of well, a credit that's card. that's not bulging out of your pants when you're up on stage. Okay, but what is your, what is your uh, wallet called? Uh, the Ridge. The Minimalist or something The Minimalist like that, wallet, right? yes. Yeah, okay. Okay, first off, I'm being reprimanded for something that... I have all kinds of texts on here about uh, you could have been hospitalized with an emergency. What That's if you would true. have had to travel differently? They're, they're getting on to you, so... All right, I'll take my wallet next time, and I'll give it to Jenny to hold, okay? <laughs> this I one says didn't... take your ID out and your debit card out and just leave the rest of your wallet. Yeah, I could have done that, I guess. I didn't need any of that. Like, why am I getting in trouble for this? I didn't need any of that. You never know. Like, a medical emergency could happen to anyone, anywhere, anytime. I got insurance. Do they know who you are? Everybody else did. <laughs> they could tell them for me. I don't think it works that way. I think you get admitted. What do you mean as, it worked that way? You get admitted as John Doe. That's how you get admitted. We don't know You're this telling guy's me Toby if, if something happens to me and they take me to the hospital, they're not going to say, you know what, Mr. Castiglione, I can't take your word for it. We're going to have to uh, call him John Doe until he I, can provide some I think some they just stick ID. you out on the sidewalk, yeah, on a stretcher. That's what they I'll do take my wallet next time. Jeez, I didn't know everyone was going to be so mad at me about this. <laughs> but listen, even if I had my wallet, Joe was buying snacks. <laughs> this texter says you should have just left your keys in your car, too. No, he's good at I've, that. He's good at that. I've done that before. <laughs> That's I've done that. If I could, I would, yeah. You sound like my nine-year-old. I don't need my wallet. Dad will buy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you. There was not supposed to be a love stop. It was supposed to be flight, caravan, flight, home. 
That's it. It was supposed to be simple. <laughs> Competing text here. Uh, Gordetta. To be fair. Okay. To be fair. <laughs> I'm not. I I am a little unfamiliar with the PJ life. Okay. You know, I mean, like, I don't know how to uh, react. I don't know how to act or like, wh- what do you take on a private jet? You know, that kind of stuff. I don't know how much. You're, I, so I'm the country boy that doesn't belong in this picture. Y'all mean y'all carry y'all's identification? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do I need an ID on here? Am I going to need a wallet? Hey, Brent, am I going to need a wallet on this plane? If not, I'm going to leave it in the car so my pockets don't bulge. What if you guys would have ended up at a nightclub and you're the one that didn't get in, so everybody's night's ruined? Yeah. Toby well, doesn't I have really his idea. Have we can't prove he's 21. Really should have thought of that before I went in. <laughs> Gordettos are the goat of travel snacks. And then this one is, it's rude to eat Gordettos in an environment like that. They stink. So you've got just competing to, text here. Just to uh, remind people of the story, I bought um, trail mix and water, Okay. BV bought the Gardetto or made he bought the Gardettos and threw them on the pile saying you're gonna want these. So I didn't buy the Gardettos. He forced them on me. <laughs> he also forced me to eat the taco I didn't want to eat. <laughs> oh, what a night. <laughs> mad I can see I why it was a protein. top five night. Like, why don't you have any protein? I I I got I'll get this taco. Just one taco? Yeah, I'm pretty unsure about this one taco. I don't think I want three of them. That was a gamble you too in a van for me. four hours. Exactly. Right. You got you gonna ride home with me in four hours in this? You want me to eat? How many tacos you want me to eat? I think that's a bad decision. We'll be back.